Folks, uh, today we want to talk about uh, death, uh, which is uh, inevitable. Everybody, every person, every bird, every sea animal, they have to die because there is a generation and there is a degeneration process. Unless the science uh, is able to stop the degeneration, people will die. The average life of human being is going up once from 50 years to almost 100 years now. But how many more years it can go on, that will depend on the development of uh, genetic engineering. Uh, and we know that the, the death is one of the biggest money maker for religionists for mullahs, for preachers, for uh, brahmans, for anybody you name it. They make money, they actually survive on the process of death. And every religion uh, has uh, the claim that if you do good, we send you to that heaven and this heaven. Uh, when the man is living, working hard to survive and for himself and for his family, these mullahs, they don't like it. They want to scare him so they can collect some donations from him, but they don't like living people. They like dead people because it gives them some business. Some uh, in Muslim societies, the clothes manufacturers, in white clothes, they make some money. Some perfume makers, they make money. Some flower makers, they make money. And that way, that section of the society living very well. Mullahs in particular, they make tons of money. Uh, in US, uh, Pakistani mullahs, they make uh, thousands of dollars selling graves and uh, giving sermons, whoever give good money, they glorify his death. They even claim him to be a shaheed. That means he's alive and he is in the company of Muhammad and what not. In uh, Hindu religion also, the Brahmins, they have special rights for poor people and special expensive rights for rich people. And every religion is actually of the opinion that the death is, comes from God. There is a death angel who comes uh, from God, sent from by God, and then he takes away the life. The simple death is the stoppage of brain or non-functioning of brain, which is the uh, contributor to life and the actions of the body. Uh, God has nothing to do but because these jobless crooks they is, are not capable of doing anything human or make a reasonable uh, sensible living they keep glorifying death and make money. In Pakistan particular the glorification of death started hugely after 
Ziaulak forced Arab Islam. Uh, before that, people used to die. They will be buried. Little money will be paid to a graveyard and some prayers, and the people go home and continue with their life. But the forcing of Arab Islam glorified the death so much, which meant the money, literally meant the money for the mullahs of the area. They sell heaven for money. They pray according to the money they receive. It is fine. But on top of that, they work with GSQ to sabotage the civilian power, to make sure the civilian never get enough power to stop their defense colonies. Now we, we know that when people die, everybody claims that it is the act of God and there is no need for any support or any remuneration or any help if the person has died because of some mistakes or government negligence. In Islamic ideology, the death comes from God no matter what means and nobody is responsible. People go home and the disease and his family, they just cry and have no choice but to accept the fact. In civilized world, the reason of the death is very important. If he dies naturally, the democratic societies, they make sure that they die, he dies humanly. If he dies because of some mistake, maybe some factory accident, or some personal animosity, the state makes sure that the person who caused this death is punished. But in Pakistan, particularly Pakistanis dying in Saudi Arabia, in vain, in disease, in fire, in whatever crime the Saudi government does against the Hajis. And there is no responsibility, there is no remuneration, there is no support from Saudi government. In the mass killing which Saudis do, when hundreds and thousands perish because of their stupidity, because they could not control the crowd properly, or they blocked one of the tunnels in one time, I believe in 1985, and 2,000 people died in suffocation. They say, oh, this is act of God, and these people are shaheed, and they are going to Jannah, and that's it. These bastards, they didn't even pay a penny. Only one incident, when they pay some Pakistani families, was when a train collapsed on Mecca. The train, the few people died, and then Saudis paid them some uh, remuneration, charging it to the company who had installed the crane and which malfunctioned. So, in that situation, when you really nobody is responsible for the death, 
the mullahs they always glorify it and they say oh that is very good this mullah jamil the isi agent he has many sermons claiming that that is beautiful what the hell when his time of death comes he run away to canada and get himself treated in the civilized world so he won't die no leader no mullah want to die as the way they claim the death for poor and ultimately when somebody dies what we need to do is look into his life if he is a famous person we should look into what great work he did or what uh, good work he did for the nation like the recent death of umar sharif the mullahs they are making duas saying oh allah jannatul firdaus mein jagah de de oh where is this jannat by the way there is no jannat muhammad and his associates and before that jesus and abraham they created it but they did not believe it none of the prophet ever believed that there is a heaven but these mullahs particularly sufi mullahs they created stories after stories riwayat after riwayat oh this guy died and allah sent the angels to take his body and put him to heaven in the second breath they say oh we die but our yom hisab the will be on the last day and then we god will decide we go to heaven or we go to hell i mean this duplicity when somebody points out they say oh actually uh, the thing is that god has a special place for dying people they call it barzakh and then the soul the soul stays there for as long as this world is living and when the day of uh, judgment will come then these people will come to life and god will uh, make their judgment so at one time they scare the people that when you die the big black angels are coming in your grave and they will ask you question who do you believe who is your prophet and all that bullshit and if you don't answer right if you don't say we believe in muhammad then the they will start beating you and your day of judgment will start really really i mean how much you can scare a person in this life which is supposed to be the life of living people which is supposed to be the life where he enjoys where he has a family where he raises his family and have some good time but the drama of death and the claim that it can come any time and when it comes your punishment will start and your grave will be uh, will be a big horror and all that bullshit the the communists when they came and because they knew that their religion is a disease 
is an opium. They put microphone in the grave of the person. They hear no voice. But these mullahs still keep insisting, oh, as soon as you die, the angels will come and they will ask questions. And if you don't answer, and if they don't see that you worked for uh, Arab ass licking or the mullah ass licking or give them money in Allah's name, then they will start beating the hell out of you. This total fake drama should stop. The way this stupid Badami was reciting Nath on the grave of uh, Omar Sharif is pathetic. It's a crime. He should be put in jail for that. Not have his uh, ratings go up. You cannot take advantage of somebody's death and glorify it fakely and then claim that was now Muhammad has sitting there embarrassing those kind of good people. Muhammad is sitting nowhere. He lived his life. Although he was not capable of doing anything, but a disease he had helped him mint some money. He had a lot of women, he had a lot of sex, he had good food, doing nothing, and he was making ton of money. There is nothing good he did in his life. Read the history, folks. You will see that all he was doing was for his fun. He was not even taking care of his family. I mean, daughters who he never looked into how they are living. The Shias claim that Fatima was living a very poor life. Why? I mean, why was she living poorly when his father was making tons of money and was filthy rich? Even after when he died, he did not do anything for his family. He supposedly gave a garden, a small piece of land to his daughter and because he had not given, said anything in writing, the later caliphs who hated him, listen to this, they hated him, they didn't like Muhammad. They said, no, the, I heard the prophet saying he has no hereditary uh, thing and all what he has is for the people and they refused to give that garden to Fatima. And he died miserable death. If the death was so glorifying, why he had to suffer that much? If you read the history, you will see that he was in big pain when he died. But he still wanted to have sex. And according to Aisha, when he died, his head was between his bosoms. What does that tell you? Every uh, associate of him made harams, had tons of slaves and slave girls. Even his family, Ali, he married 32 times. His grandson, Hassan, he married more than 90 times. 
because they spread the uh, uh, drama that anybody who come in our bed will become will go to heaven even ali had to say openly to people that don't give your daughter to hasan he will keep her for few days and then he will divorce her is that the way is that the way you run your life is this the respect you give to your woman or the woman of the poor that is why we see in pakistan every rich person is doing 3 4 marriages exploiting the poor and when they die they are glorified as some very holy people and somebody who has done really great for the country and for the society whereas all they have done is mint the money for themselves make overseas properties and enjoy their life there is not even one single thing they have done for the poor of pakistan they called it a democratic country but it was an absolute theocracy where government is responsible for nothing hundreds and thousands of incident happens incidents of terror happens in pakistan women exploitation rape sodomy you name it and the rich people they get scot free they either use the law or they pay some money to the victim and force him to uh, accept the peace or an agreement that they have forgiven that is absolute theocracy this is not democracy in democracy government is responsible for everything every crime is against the state not against the people but the life of poor has no value in muslim ideology i mean how stupid you could be that when you say god called me to look heaven and i saw more poor and women in hell really i mean their miserable life and then later they go to hell in droves and all the rich bastards and this uh, crooks jobless crooks they are the head of the heaven i mean where are we going i mean quran has very clear ayah where it says that anybody who work for this world will go to we have prepared be hell for them that means all muhammad and his associates wanted was the poors to work for them they lay their life for them they call for jihad and they have to go right away if they delay or if they don't go their house will be burned or they will be expelled this is how the system was and not many rich and powerful people died everybody who died was poor and then later his wives were handed over to some rich guy muhammad took many women whose husband had died in war first of all you live all your life in poverty and then after when you die for caliph or the leader your wife goes to his bed really 
you you call it human i mean if this is humanity then what is barbarism what the hell pakistanis think about life that they should glorify the life of the person not the death of the person death of the person does not need to be glorified you can feel sorry but you have to see what he has done in his life take care of his family make sure these kids are educated and they get everything they need this is what happens in democratic society if the person is dead the government is responsible for his family they pay for their expenses for their education until they pass the high school and their food make sure they get good food nutritional food and in pakistan the poors neither get help neither get nutrition and 60% of them their growth is unnatural they the kids don't grow according to the way they should grow if they were fed properly because the death of their father or their mother has no concern for government they call them yatim give them little food and then misuse them that barbarism should stop all these entertainers who have been doing drama on the death of umar sharif or dr kadir a crook should be condemned they should be sent to jail because they are doing crime they are actually glorifying death which is an arab ideology in pakistan ideology life was celebrated not the death the mullahs before islam they were glorifying the life what they can do for their family for the king for the society how they can live a civilized way from the time of monjadaro till the muslims came to india the society was doing wonders but from the time these barbarians using islamic ideology of death they came everything changed everything which hindus and buddhists and other religion have contributed to india went and went and the fighting went on for 1000 years almost 1000 years or at least 800 years when muslims ruled uh, india they did not see a day of peace there was fighting everywhere even the dynasties they established in india were fighting each other aurangzeb killing his son uh, himayu fighting for his throne and uh, akbar fighting for other miscreants every small town was in total disarray but the resilience of indian people helped them survive helped them still do good in art in uh, culture in technology without any help of the government the muslims were only interested in snatching beautiful girls from indians 
Hindus or other faiths. They did not do any good to India, except making Taj Mahal or Qutub Minar or Badshahi Masjid or Lal Qila, which were all the living areas or living places of the kings. There is nothing Muslims can celebrate of their 800 year rules of that land. And compare it to British, Buddhists did wonders. They united the country, created a unified army, established democracy, political system, democratic system, independent judiciary, and a legislature. India followed those ideology and is a superpower. Pakistan ditched that ideology and went towards the shit of Islam and now they are in total disarray. They have begging ball taking over all over the world. And now they have created another begging ball in Afghanistan because they did not take advantage of the great work Americans did in Afghanistan. Established their country, created an independent army. But these hooligan mullahs and then ISI agents, the Taliban's, they overran every progress which Americans had made in 20 years. And now they have a bagging ball. And they are unable to handle anything. And now they are pleading to America, oh please don't put restrictions, oh please give us our, our reserve money. Why they did not thought of that before? Why did you not say, okay, we will uh, make a peace with you and you keep us monetarily strong so that America can live with respect? The U.S. left Afghanistan on its own terms. But the losers are Taliban and Pakistan because they both country are in total disarray. Pakistan economy is totally disturbed. Afghanistan can't pay the bills or the salary to its people. Foreign aid has stopped. I'm telling you folks, when you follow this shit of Islam, your brain stopped working. That is exactly what happened. The Taliban, instead of negotiating a peaceful, democratic, solution, working with the one government, taking over power democratically because they were in majority. They could have easily won any election and uh, let Ghani uh, go away or retire. But they believe in the shit of Islam, particularly the 7th century mentality where they think they, if they overrun Afghanistan, they will be the king of the world. Now you can see what has happened. We need to learn to love life. We need to learn to let people live with honor. Government is responsible for every person who is born. Not just the defense colony uh, bastards or these mullahs who have created senseless places of they call madrasa. 
which is actually a rape center. Think about it, folks. Something has to be done so we can go on the right path. The Mullah says, Siratul Mustaqim. That is what it is. Following democracy is Siratul Mustaqim. Not the shit of Islam, its rituals, or Muhammad, or uh, his uh, associates, and whatnot. They could not run their life properly. They all died in desperation or were killed miserably. That's not the 21st century way of running a country or living a life. There are great opportunities in this world which you can work on. Unless you set aside these mullah bastards and then bring this gang of GHQ under control, there is no way Pakistan see a day of light. God bless.